0: Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. In this episode, we will take a closer look at two very different approaches to protection testing. One approach is called settings-based testing, and the other is called system-based testing. What are the differences between these two approaches? What are the advantages of one over the other? And how can these two different testing approaches be combined in a meaningful way? With me to discuss this topic and to offer their insights are two protection testing experts from Omicron. First of all, I would like to welcome Cord Mempel. He is the product manager for Omicron's Test Universe, a well-known software suite for settings-based protection testing. Hello, Cord. Welcome to Energy Talks.
1: Hi, Scott, and welcome to all listeners.
0: I am also pleased to welcome Christopher Pritchard. As the product manager for Omicron's Relay SimTest, he is responsible for driving forward the still relatively new approach of system-based protection testing. Hello, Christopher. Also a warm welcome, and thank you for taking the time for this conversation. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Thank you both very much for taking the time to talk. Cord, let me start with you. If you put the two testing approaches in historical order, then settings-based protection testing is clearly the traditional testing approach. Can you tell us a bit more about the history of conventional protection testing?
1: Well, for the early protection relays, you could not set an exact threshold or a time delay. You started just with a rough setting, then tested, adjusted, and so on, until the measured value was okay and you could finish with it. And furthermore, these old relays had a drift. Contact gluing and welding could impede correct operation. Therefore, frequent testing and adjustment of the relay settings was necessary.
0: Omicron was founded more than 30 years ago, so the company's history is closely linked to the history of protection testing. Cord, what has changed over the years regarding settings-based protection testing?
1: The first protection test set from Omicron at the time, the CNC-56, was kind of a game-changer. It was a transition from bulky test equipment operated by control knobs for current and voltage to portable test set controlled by software. The software brought visualization of relay characteristics, automatic assessment, easy test repetition, automatically produced test reports, and much more. And since then, the relays have become much more powerful, but also much more complex. Drift or gluing is no longer a problem for the numerical relays. Therefore, maintenance intervals have been extended and testing is more often triggered by software updates for relay, or by setting changes because of changes in the network. But the verification that settings applied are effective, it's still essential to ensure correct relay operation. And testing relay current. Characteristics with graphical visualization of test results, this remains a key testing task.
0: Let's move forward from the past to the present. As a powerful software suite, Omicron's test universe is widely regarded as the standard in protection testing. But, Cord, how do you explain the still unused automation potential for testing?
1: Well, it depends. There are users who already tap the full potential of test automation. But many are still hesitating. And test automation can offer more than just some time saving. It can ensure good test coverage, repeatability of tests, and guidance to users. I think we have put a lot of expert, for example, into our free-of-charge protection testing library with automated test plans, and users could benefit from it.
0: Cord, what does the future hold for settings-based protection testing?
1: If we just knew the future already, this would be. <laughs> <laughs> I think with the growing complexity, I expect that more testing will be shifted from the field to the laboratory and that virtualization will play a significant role for this. But I believe that, for example, testing with a digital twin will not fully replace field testing and that using the same tools for us, it would be test universe and really VIM test in both environments could offer significant advantages to the user. And for me, I think it's still a long way to go before virtualization and digital twins substantially changes the way of testing for our customers.
0: Thank you, Cord. Christopher, Omicron's Relay Sim Test uses a completely different protection testing approach than Test Universe. Could you explain this different approach?
2: Uh, Sure. Um, I think there's three key differences I like to use to describe the difference between test universe and real assumptions. I think they describe best what system-based t- testing is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, there is um, instead of testing for thresholds and characteristics, if they are met, we're testing if the protection system is doing its job in for example, tripping a fault on the line in an instantaneous time or being stable for outside faults. And we do this by using a power system simulation uh, where we can define these kind of scenarios, faults on lines, faults outside of the zone, um, and then we use these sen- fault scenarios in the simulation to calculate the currents and voltages that get injected on the test set. Mm-hmm. Uh, the th- the second uh, difference is we're not limited to only test one relay, but we can actually test a bigger portion of the protection scheme by controlling multiple test sets. And this is even possible if these test sets are placed or located in different substations, like it is the case for an end-to-end test. And so this makes the uh, an end-to-end test much simpler because you can control it all from one PC. And at the same time, this is really where we find the errors uh, in the coordination of the protection scheme, because Mm -hmm. very often the errors are not in a single relay, but it's in the coordination, and we can test this very well. Uh, And finally, uh, we have a patented functionality, and it's called iterative closed loop, kind of funky name, Mm -hmm. but it is kind of, in simple words, I would describe it as a self-learning sequencer. It responds to the trip and close commands of the protection system and changes the breaker states in the power system simulation accordingly, which makes logic uh, testing and scheme testing much simpler. And this is really important because that is really where we find a lot of issues as well is in the custom logics of a protection scheme.
0: In your opinion, why was it necessary to extend the widely proven settings-based testing with a system-based test approach?
2: Well, at at Omicron, our motivation is and always has been uh, to make the power system more reliable, or make the protection system as well more reliable. Uh, as as part of the industry for for a long time, we could see that, uh, especially it's was the engineering and the design of the protection system becoming more and more challenging. And if things become more challenging, they also become more error prone. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to contribute here and make it make the protection systems more reliable. And so we uh, try to empower our users to find exactly these errors um, in the protection system, which is not so easy with settings based approach on its own, because we, we can actually prove that the design itself is working by testing for real world scenarios.
0: Okay. Does testing with relay SIM test mean additional work for the protection engineer in the field?
2: Well, first of all, I believe that uh, a system based test with relay symptoms should really be an integral part of every in the lifecycle of every protection system. May it be on the factory testing side or in the commissioning. Uh, But I would lie if I would say that testing with relay symptoms is no work at all and just happens by itself. Uh, It Mm -hmm. definitely takes some time. Uh, But my take on this is um, that testers have a limited amount of time available for their testing. Task And this won't change. We will not be able to generate more time for them. Uh, But the goal must be in that case that um, I invest my precious time as a tester. If I would be a tester, invest my precious time where I find as many errors as possible. And Mm -hmm. so uh, I think we have to find a good balance and use a good systematic approach when we decide which tool we want to use. Um, usually, we always start with a wiring check. Then we can test the elements and the characteristics with test universe. And at that point, we can then switch over to the system-based test approach. And for example, test the logics, the auto recloser schemes, etc., in relay sim test, and make sure that the overall protection scheme
0: is also operating correctly. Okay. So the advantages are obvious, but Christopher, what disadvantages do you see with system-based protection testing?
2: I'm not sure if you can call these disadvantages, but there are definitely some inherent challenges with the system-based testing approach. Um, When a test fails, which is, by the way, a good thing, because very often we found an error in that case, Mm -hmm. um, troubleshooting can be a challenge. And um, as I said, it's important that we test in a systematic way. To make the troubleshooting easier, um, but the the challenge here is it can basically be anything in the system that has caused this uh, test to fail. Um, and second, I think the 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 another kind of disadvantage is that tests that fail due to errors in the protection system happen quite frequently. Um, so, but that, but joking joking aside, mm-hmm. uh, I, I really think we can come around these issues by making sure to apply system-based testing as early as possible in the life cycle, uh, which means if there's a possibility to also apply system-based testing already in the laboratory before you go outside in the field, then this is a very good thing Uh, because finding an engineering error one hour before your bay has to go back into operation uh, is often not very efficient, and you want to uh, find these engineering errors as soon as possible in the life cycle.
0: Okay. Well, thank you, Christopher. I'd like to ask you both a question. Um, If a typical protection engineer asks what to test with and how, what would you answer? Cord, let's start with you. What would you say?
1: What to test with? Of course, I would tell him that our CNC testers are always the best choice and that he can use them for both approaches, for settings-based and for system, system-based protection testing. And Christopher has told you about advantages and challenges in system-based testing. And I think to better cope with these challenges, it would certainly help to first check the main functionality of a relay by a closer look at functions and characteristics using settings-based testing and test universe. And then you could do the final verification that the relay does its job using relay sim test. And Mm -hmm. if during tests with relay sim test you detect a problem, relay misbehavior or something like that, typically you would go back to settings-based testing and test universe to find out the details there.
2: I agree there. Um, As I already said, it must be a systematic approach. So it's the combination and the right balance of both tools that will ensure
0: the most reliable protection system in the end. Okay, great. Okay, so the second question, how would you answer the same question if you were asked by a management representative of an energy supplier? Cord, let's start with you.
1: In principle, it's the same, but I might add some words about the role of the protection system for the reliability of the energy supply and for the need to verify the functioning of the protection system by testing. Uh, from my experience, this is something that is aware to all the protection engineers, but not always to people in management.
2: Um, well, I I think I wouldn't answer it very differently to, to a management um, representative. At the end, everyone in a utility is committed to the goal of maintaining a reliable power system. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, uh now uh we we now and then um have uh have to reassess if the tools we are using are getting this job done. Um, and I think really, synthesis is really one of these tools you want to have on your belt nowadays with the uh, upcoming challenges.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So to wrap it up, may I ask each of you to summarize what is most important to consider for protection testing now and into the future? Do you have any tips for our listeners? Cord, let me start with you.
1: Looking at the future, I think. Uh its energy transition with all its challenges and with the expected high growth rate in electricity in electric energy consumption worldwide. In the daily life of a protection engineer, it's maybe the digitization and the many new tools and options on one side and cybersecurity risks and demands on the other side. Mm-hmm. My tip to protection engineer or to, to to utility would be to release testers from routine jobs by using test automation so that they can focus more on the future challenges, and there are many.
0: Okay. And Christopher?
2: As Court mentioned, the energy transition, uh, which includes decarbonization, decentralization, but also the electrification of transport, etc., uh, will be the main challenge for utilities uh, going into the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, finding qualified engineers and technicians is tough nowadays uh, for utilities. So the goal really must be for our customers uh, to increase the efficiency without sacrificing any quality. Um, mm-hmm. At least I hope that system-based testing is one piece of the puzzle here.
0: Okay. Cord and Christopher, thank you both for joining me for this discussion. And for providing us with an overview of the two different approaches for protection testing and also for highlighting the omicron solutions for each of them thanks it was a pleasure yeah also for me thank you (laughs) and a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of energy talks we welcome your questions and feedback simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing, including, of course, protection testing, and it offers a matching solution for your application. If you would like to learn more about protection testing, check out our training page. Here you will find related online courses and webinars. So be sure to visit our website for more information at omicronenergy.com. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now, everyone.